Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to a special episode of LVAD Talk. I'm just going to jump right in it. I have a superstar in the house today. We have little Doug Bell and his family. How are you doing today, Doug? So I've, I feel, so the first question I want to ask you, even before we get into the LVAD, is how did you find your love for Ghostbusters? <laughs> what? <laughs> you're the daddy. That was not me. <laughs> All right, which is your fo- which is your favorite Ghostbusters movie? Yeah. Oh, oh, the first. One. Yes. Say, so Daddy played the song for him when he was three years old. And he was hooked. And then that was the only song we could play for months and months. And then he found out there was a movie attached to the song. (laughs) And the rest was just all downhill from there. So it's really funny because I think I was about maybe a little bit older than Doug when the original movie came out. Okay. Yep. It's been around for a while. It's a classic. That's one of the all-time favorites. (laughs) So, Doug, do you want to tell us your story about... um, you know, your journey and what you deal with with the LVAD? Do you want to tell? You don't? Are you feeling all shy from the video? Well, it's okay. You can tell them anything you want. You can edit this, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but we don't need it. Pretend you just start the video. Oh, I hope it's not live. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, do you want to tell? Um, what was it like got, last year? Yeah, what happened? You don't want to tell? <laughs> He's very shy with videos. I don't know why, but... <laughs> I, I totally get it. But Doug is six, right? Getting ready to turn seven. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to turn seven. So, Mom, how did the road start with his heart failure? Uh, for little Doug, we didn't have a clue um, until a couple days before we took him to the ER. We actually took him to the ER and thought that he just had a bad stomach bug. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Prior to a couple days before we went in, he was, you know, bouncing off the walls, active kid, you know, <laughs> like crazy active. <laughs> um, so it was a few days before we went in, he got sick and he was, um, started uh, puking up yellow. And I didn't know until later what that was. I guess they said it was stomach bile, but we just thought it was a bad stomach bug. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, so we took him into the ER and they came back in a few minutes and said, uh, they had done a, a chest x-ray of his heart and they said his heart was larger than an adult's and that children's hospital was on the way to get him. So, and that hit us like a ton of bricks because like I said, you know, a few days, four days, five days before that, he was just running around living his best life, wearing us both out. <laughs> so how old was he at this point? He would, it would have been just after his sixth birthday last okay. year. So he had just turned six and um, two months to the day after his sixth birthday was when he had the surgery. Which children's hospital did he go to? Uh, children's of Wisconsin in Milwaukee. Okay. Well, Doug, we got something in common because when I was three years old, I had my first open heart surgery, but it was at uh, Chicago Children's Hospital. Okay, not too far. No. Yeah. Yeah. So what was what type of surgery was that? 
I had ASD repair, atrial septal defect repair. I was doing oh, okay. what I, or the heart murmur. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that is, I'm telling my age, I'm 47. So that was 40 years ago, 44 years ago, if my math is right. Yeah. That's always exciting to meet a heart warrior that's, you know, from that early on and still here and still making the world a better place. Yeah. Oh, I'll try. Thank you. You're very kind. <laughs> All right. So after the heart hospital was on the, uh, um, I'm sorry, after the children's hospital came and got him, what was that like? Uh, well, the whole thing was terrifying. <laughs> the worst experience we've ever had. Not anything like they weren't amazing in their care, but just was something as a parent you right. never think about having to deal with. So it was a whirlwind of, okay, what's going on? And lots of new information and tons of terms we had never heard of. Uh, we had never, we, we didn't even know anyone or that, that has, that has an LVAD or had an LVAD LVAD, we didn't even know what it was. Right. That was our first time ever hearing about it, and here it was for our six-year-old. So uh, it was it was a quite a roller coaster ride. <laughs> so was that the first uh, option they gave you, or did they try other options first? We were there for about eight days, where they were trying to see if they could just use meds to get his ejection fraction to come up and get his heart to come back. Um, but one of the, the biggest signs when he started throwing up at home is he stopped eating and he's always been a big eater and he started wanting to vol voluntarily take naps and that never happened. So that was when I knew something was really wrong. So at the hospital that continued, he was not able to keep food down. It just kept coming back up. So after about a week of that, then we were going on, you know, 10 days of him not really keeping any food down and. Uh, so that was when they said uh, we need to look at the LVAD as our option here to do something quick. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So what was the adjustment like? And little Doug, anytime you're ready, you can jump in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have anything to say. Can I tell him what you said in the ER the first night we got to Children's? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, nope, not going to divulge that. <laughs> uh, he is. He kept them laughing quite a bit there at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. He had lots of lots of fun things to say. <laughs> well, big so. big Doug, we were talking before, um, and it seems like heart failure kind of runs in the family because you had your own issues with it. Do you care to well, speak upon that? Yeah. Um, in 2016, I had a staph infection underneath both my arms, and it got into my heart. So, yeah, we I think if we seek medical uh, advice at that point, it would have never got to that point. But I didn't know what it was, and we didn't know what was going on. So we were fighting it topically. That was about it. But then, you know, when an infection gets into the heart, mm -hmm then all of a sudden you got a major problem. So that's really where mine started from. And uh, I did, with the help of another doctor, get that rebuilt back up. And then uh, I got hit with a virus last year. Uh, it wasn't the COVID, mm -hmm. 
And uh, my body was fighting a bad fall that I took in March. And in March is when I actually got the vi a virus again that attacked my heart. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't think uh, at that point my body had the immunity that it needed to have prior to fight off both things. I, so I had a lot of inflammation going on. And then when I got hit with a virus last year, again, um, you know, kind of similar to an infection, it affects, gets into your heart cells and wrecks havoc, mm -hmm. destroying all that. And it took me down to 20%. So I recognize, we recognize that again, what was happening. And so we went and seek uh, some medical attention at that point. But uh, we do feel like right now we're on a, a pretty good road to recovery. But uh, yeah, it's no fun to deal with for sure. And then to have little Doug and I both in the same scenario isn't, isn't fun either. So Yeah, I kind of understand. So were you guys hospitalized at the same time? No, sir. Okay. No, but I was, it was a big concern in my mind because his uh, when he got that second uh, virus beginning of last year, you know, his heart was kind of, we could tell it was going down. And then we got hit with this, which is like soul-crushing stress to deal with every day. And he was trying to keep his business going and, travel back and forth three hours between here and the children's hospital. So I was really concerned about his heart. At the same time, we were trying to deal with all this with little Doug, and it was, it was not a year we'd want to repeat. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand. So, Big Doug, do you think that it, it's hereditary, possibly? We, I was going to say, no. we, they said that we asked that, <laughs> but they said that it wasn't because he didn't have a childhood onset. He never had um, heart problems until, you know, late 50s. So okay. they didn't consider that a connection. So, like, if little Doug got into his 50s and his heart started to fail, that might would be something they would look at as hereditary, but not this, unless Big Doug had experienced something in his childhood similar. So that's what they told us. So I don't know. So, Camry, how was it on you having to take care of both the Dugs? <laughs> I don't know if we have enough time for that. No. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. Sometimes things come into your life and you just, you, they make you realize a level of strength that you didn't know that you had. Because mm -hmm. if anybody had asked me early last year if I could handle this, I would have straight up said no. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, as you go into it, um, you just you find the strength to, to do it mm -hmm. somehow. So I call them the Dugs, <laughs> and I do feel like a full-time nurse <laughs> a lot of times. But I, one thing I really cling to is I do have a strong faith in their hearts, and I just know these hearts are worth saving and that they're strong enough to come back. Okay. So I, I really focused on that and fought for that. So. And as you know, you know, the caregivers make a great difference in mm -hmm. how we recover and how we come, you know, come out of things. So, for yeah. one, I want to thank you for that because, you know, you, your role is just as important as the doctors and the nurses, if not more. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's fulfilling. It is. So, Doug, if I see your friends in the back. Do you want to say anything, young lady? You want to say hi? Hi. 
What are your thoughts? Is Doug's your best friend? How does how do you deal with um, having a best friend that's a, a cyborg? <laughs> a cyborg. <laughs> well, I will. I um, I will say this: that Hope was amazing in her positivity when we first went into the hospital. You know, everybody, all the family. You know, you tend to panic and what does this look like and is this the end and hope was like positive she prayed for him every day and um you know and then when he got well enough to do video chats but she just never stopped she was like i don't know what y'all panicking about this kid's coming home and he's coming home on top so that was a big blessing to me as a mom just to see that and that encouraged me to be like all right if uh you know if a kid can have that kind of faith then so can i right right so, so what was Doug's recovery like after getting the LVAD? And well, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, when they approached you with the device, what were your first thoughts? <laughs> well, our first thought was we asked them if we take this step, is there any chance for his heart to recover? <laughs> and they said yes, it is possible um, for his heart to recover after the LVAD. And so then we were like, okay, let's do this to get him some relief, give his heart rest, and then give him a chance to recover. After the surgery was done, they said, well, it's more like less than 1% chance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but we were like, hey, if anybody should be in that 1%, yeah. <laughs> it's little Doug. So, um, but yeah, it was super scary. I mean, a mechanical device going inside your kid's body, what? But um, I could see that he was he was fading away, and I we just knew we had to do something drastic. And so when they told us there would be a chance that his heart could recover, we said, "Then let's do it." Mm -hmm. So, so is he destination transplant? Um, he is not actually. We are still um, a year later fighting for recovery, giving recovery a chance um, of his heart. So we've actually traveled to Texas Children's Hospital uh, to speak with them there because they have done the most pediatric LVAD explants mm -hmm. in the United States. So we went there to talk with them about that, and we're you know talking with a few other specialists. We work with a um, cardiologist out in uh, Arizona. Mm -hmm. That's a specialist in heart recovery, and so that's <laughs> that's what we're doing. You sure? <laughs> and I told him to sit still, and a video to him is he likes the human interaction. Oh, I totally, I totally get it. And like, like my son's ten, so I've been through it, and yeah, <laughs> you know what it's like <laughs> the whole antsy pants thing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and yeah. now you're powered by battery, so you never get tired. <laughs> I know that was a thing. They said, you know, he's probably going to be tired. He's not going to be as hungry. And when we came home, we were like, can you turn this thing down? <laughs> Where's the turn it down power button? <laughs> well, Doug, so, you'll be glad to know that I've had my LVAD for six years. He's had his for six years. He's ah, um, <laughs> He's saying um, he's tired. Uh, <laughs> the only time he's tired is when he's made to sit still. And you know, <laughs> as soon as this is over with, he's going to be, pew, he's going to be out of here. 
I know it is what it is. Can you imagine six years? He's had his LVAD for as long as you're, you are old. It's not because they were up really late last night talking, but, yeah. <laughs> I was up for like five hours. Oh, there we go. As I was going to say, if you really want to get him talking, yeah. ask him about Minecraft. Hey, Doug, do you, all right, so you like Minecraft, you like Roblox too? Yeah. Yeah, that's what my son plays. Yeah, he's always begging me for Robux. <laughs> yep, you get that. Well, and that's actually um, an enjoyment that is a side benefit for him of getting the LVAD because we never had a gaming system or did anything with games prior to him going into the hospital. But when he was in the hospital for two months recovering, they had a PlayStation 3 in every room. Mm. And so he got um, his first taste of gaming. So... And he's hooked ever since. So yeah, so me and Doug got a lot in common, man. We got a lot in common. Lot in common, eh? You know, my very first um, machine was the one before the Atari, the little yellow one that you could only play oh. the blocks. Yeah, the, yeah. And then yeah. I graduated to okay. the Atari, and I think okay. I've had almost every console since then. So. Yeah, he loves his gaming now. Well, and um, with the blood thinners that he's on, you know, as active as he is with the running and the trips and the scrapes and stuff, the one thing I love about the gaming is... He's <laughs> still and safe, he's right. Still, he's not building a castle that he's going to try to jump off of or Because you, you can't forget he's still a little boy. He wants to do right. little boy things. Yes, that's right, right. Granted, that, granted, you're a robotic boy, but you're still a boy. <laughs> That's right. That is right. So how do you handle his batteries? Um, does he wear the bag or do you, does he use like a fanny pack? Do you want to stand up like all the way so we can see it in the video? Can you stand up on the stool? Here. I'll hold your hand. Ta-da! Ah, we like, we like the bad shirt. Okay. Um, we do have a backpack, but that um, it's just easier to get caught in the driveline because there's like a big loop over here mm -hmm. where these are kind of on the front. They're not coming off of like the side of him. <laughs> so this is, has kind of been our best thing for him being mobile mm -hmm. and uh, getting around. So we had a, a wonderful guy um, that uh, custom makes all of his stuff because okay. they didn't have anything in kid sizes it's for this Right. Yeah, because he's an adult L-Bag. Uh, Brent? Yeah, Brent is the one who made him. He's got lbaggear.com, but he makes uh, all the the things that Little Doug has in Little Doug sizes. So that uh, was a I have a reference for you, too. It's a young man by the name of John Stratton. He's a perfusionist, and his company is Medi Materials. And I'm oh, gonna okay. get in touch with him. I'm gonna be talking to him in the next couple of days, anyway, and because um, he yeah. makes the ones that I wear. Okay. Um, I'll talk yeah. to him about some Doug sizes to give him some. Yeah, options. and custom because that was the thing. You know, the hospital told us they're like, "Oh, we'll get him a backpack or whatever." But then they brought me a catalog for the you know the hardware LVAD company, and it's all adult stuff. Like yeah. nothing worked for him, so I was like, "How are we gonna?" Because our my main goal after the surgery was to get him home. Mm -hmm. And I was 
uh, that was my mission. I was on a mission to get him home. And that was one big hurdle was having some way for him to safely wear it, where it wouldn't come off and, you know, yank on his driveline. So that was a, that was a huge, um, <laughs> you get on video, just make weird faces and do weird things. Um, but yeah, so having the devices where he could uh, wear it and be safe and still play and be active was a really a huge blessing. I can't even put that into words. So that guy was an angel <laughs> for helping us and doing the custom sizes for us. Which vet, which LVAD does he have? He has a hardware uh -huh. LVAD. So um, I think what is there? There's a Heartmate and then mm -hmm. a Berlin Heart, I think are the only other two that I know of. But um, Do you know why they chose that particular LVAD for him? Yeah, they said that the Heartmate company doesn't allow you to put them in pediatric patients. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas the hardware does, uh, the Berlin heart is very much geared toward pediatric patients. But with that one, you cannot leave the hospital. Um, it has a lot of external stuff on it. So they chose the hardware, um, in hopes of getting him mobile to be able to go home. Um, so that was why they chose that one at that time. So. So who's in charge of making sure the batteries are, cha are always charged? Who is that? Who, who checks the batteries? Yeah, he does pretty good. <laughs> Me too. We do. We all do. Okay. But yeah, we have a we have a lot. <laughs> we have a lot of them, and we have two different charging wells. But he's the one. I'm like, mom, I'm that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they realize that a six-year-old can have that responsibility and this kid's been awesome yeah. with that. Yeah. He changes it himself, he even plugs himself in at night. Mm -hmm. He changes his batteries. It's it's yeah. amazing yeah. what he has done. Um, yeah. And given the opportunity, how, how mature he's got towards something like that himself, you know? Like we didn't even have to do it. It's like he automatically knows how important it is to keep up on that. So he might even be better than so. me. <laughs> <laughs> he is good at he it. He does very well. He really does. He does really well with a lot of things that I'm just amazed at every day. Just how he's maintained being a kid and having fun. <laughs> Whenever he sees the screen. <laughs> Snapchat where you do all kinds of things. He's watching himself on a video. Hey, Doug, now. Doug, think of it as TikTok. You do it like this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're bored on video, what do you do? <laughs> one thing, one thing that I'm, I'm really proud of is not only you guys, but the surrounding community, because I've been watching your story and I've yeah. seen all of the support and help you guys have yeah. gotten. So yeah. I, I want to thank any of you guys that's watching this. I want to thank you because it yeah. touches me to see Doug go through that because it could have been yeah. me, you know? Yeah. 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 It's amazing. We've just been blown away. Uh, just the support and the love and the encouragement and like, it's just amazing. It really is. It has warmed our hearts for sure going through something like this and just to 
see how people have rallied around and <laughs> and supported him. So I'm very blessed. Yes, and Doug, if you are a superhero. Don't let nobody tell you no nothing different. Yeah, it's awesome. A camera shy superhero, but you're a superhero just the same. <laughs> right? Yeah, or maybe an antsy one. <laughs> All right, so any last thoughts? And what would you guys give? What kind of advice would you give to other parents out there that's going through the same thing? Um, I would say... One of the most important things is to keep a positive perspective and to watch how you speak to your little one, because that's something we've done from the very beginning. Um, our verbiage has been, we're so lucky, we're so blessed, isn't this amazing technology? And we love this Elvad, he's uh, his little buddy, and he's helping his heart to rest. And what a gift that is. And look at all these adults, all these doctors, all these nurses, all these specialists that all care so much about you and helping you to still be here because you are important um, to be in this world. And so watching the verbiage on that. Um, and even to the point where we tried a little bit, you know, plan our meltdowns. <laughs> away, you know, because you gotta, you gotta have those as parents. There's some really dark times, but really controlling the verbiage and, um, keeping it on the grateful side and how thankful we are and keeping it on the, your heart's amazing. It's been through this, you know, there's no reason why it can't even go further and do amazing things like, you know, recover. And, and we still really are hoping and praying for a recovery. Um, but that's one of the biggest things I would say is watch your speech uh, around your little ears because as parents, you know, I don't I don't necessarily have that power in other adults' lives, mm -hmm. but as parents, we have that power in our kids' lives to to cast a perspective that that will be their reality um, because that's what they look to. These are my parents. These are the ones that brought me into the world. These people are my whole world. What are they doing? How are they reacting to this? How are they feeling about this? And so that would be my, my, that has been my greatest challenge and would be my, I think, greatest piece of advice was just to keep it positive, keep it grateful, keep it excited and happy. Um, uh, because that really has framed how I've heard him speak to other people mm -hmm. and how I've heard him talk about it to other people as well so um and he does he challenges me back and forth then on that too because he's just amazing with his happiness and his gratitude and um and his positive outlook on his future so every day he challenges me in that and making me smile and laugh <laughs> so the only other piece i would add on to that is for the moms, follow your mom gut. Okay. <laughs> because there have been a lot of times where the doctors are like this or that, and my gut would be like, I know that might work for a lot of kids, but man, I don't think that's a good idea for my kid. And we had several instances in the hospital like that where I was like, mm, I don't think that's a good idea. 
you know, and, uh, and then the, the cardiologist would come back and be like, well, you were right. You should have listened. <laughs> that was a bad idea. So just, it's intimidating, you know, all of a sudden you're surrounded by all these doctors with years and years of, um, you know, experience and degrees and stuff, but nobody knows your kid like, like you do, like the parents do specifically. So they're so educated on, you know, the biology of the body, the heart and how it works and drugs and all that stuff. And that's, that's phenomenal, but they're not really educated on little Doug and who he is and what makes him tick and um, all the different things like I am. So that was one thing I had to learn because at the beginning I would, I'd be kind of shy about speaking up, but then it would always go where I was like, Oh, I was right. I should have pushed harder. And now I'm like, I don't ignore that voice anymore. When I got that voice, I'm like, Hey, we need to check this or we need to do that. Hmm. Um, because it's always right. So anyways, that's, that would be my advice. What about you, Big Doug? Oh, boy. <laughs> have a wife like mine. <laughs> that, is- that, that makes it easy. Um, we've always been big researchers. Like, when something occurs, we're out there checking it out. I get a new drug, we're checking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was in the hospital, we wanted to know everything that was in every pill he was taking because it's your kid. Yeah. And you have to be your your own best advocate. Yes, that is true. That is very true. Agree. I totally agree. Miss Hope back there, you got anything to say? <laughs> Wave goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't ever tell much, but it does now. <laughs> I know. We got the camera shy people. Doug, what about you? Yeah, anything else you want to say? Everybody stay positive, stay strong. When this is when this is all over, I'm gonna hook you up with my son and y'all play Roblox together. Ooh, there you go. That'll be fun. <laughs> if i could interject mm-hmm. we were together and all the decisions that's important mm-hmm. so we said in the beginning of this whole deal we want him to have the heart gaggy mm-hmm. and we still believe that so that's why we're fighting so hard for recovery, and we feel we're gonna let you know what happens too. <laughs> yes, Please do. Right. Yes, keep us updated. Yeah. That's gonna be a party. So, yes. And anytime you guys want, my platform is open to you. If you just want to come and vent, you're more than welcome. I'm here for you. If you got anything you want to spread, just let me know. Yeah. I got. I, I have a platform, and this is what it's for. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate what you do because it's it's just a, a neat to connect to different people with other people that have gone through, you know, the same things and just keeping it, you know, sharing the positive things you learn as you go. Yeah. So I really appreciate what you do. And I, I'm and you know, the funny thing is when I first started, I was like, it's all, there ain't going to be too many people. But, you know, it's grown and grown and more people have come out. And I think more people have have shared their stories. 
that makes it more relatable for more people. Yes, and it makes it seem more doable because it seems overwhelming in the beginning. Like, how am I going to do this? How can you live like this? It, it's just overwhelming because it's a new concept, but um, it's possible. And that's, I think, the biggest message that we can spread and grow together is that it's possible. So yeah, everything you do now is purposeful. Right. Yes. Yes, right. yes. It, it, it totally changes your outlook on life. I tell yeah. everybody, and I'm not ashamed to say it, the first thing I do every day when I wake up is thank God for another day because Ooh. I didn't have to have this day. Yes. My, yes. I used up all my days six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and that's too, that's the thing with our perspective with him is, you know, you can have as a parent, like, why us? What? Why did this happen to us? Why did our kid... Um, and that there's always more than one perspective mm -hmm. and different perspectives carry different levels of pain. Mm -hmm. And that's a very painful perspective to wake up every day. Why me? Why my kid? Why are we going through this? But there's also the perspective of we could have, we could have lost him last year in, in August. Mm -hmm. And every single day that we have him is a bonus and a gift and we're coming up now on birthday number seven and you bet <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar we're gonna have a party and celebrate that he's here for number seven so in, in every situation like no matter how bad it is there's always there's always more than one perspective and and look at the pain that they carry mm -hmm. you know the pain and the it'll just wear you down and get tired with the why me and why us as opposed to every day is a bonus. We got another day with this crazy Minecrafting nose picking little kid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a gift. So it that keeps you in a yeah, this is awesome and this is amazing. And I'm so thankful for that kind of space. I say amen to that. No. So how can the people get in contact with you guys? How can they get in contact with little Doug? Doug. Um, we do have a page where we uh, post all of the updates that we have since the beginning, uh, Facebook page. It's called Prayers and Encouragement for Little Doug. And um, and so that's been a way that I can keep everybody posted. We have a lot of prayer warriors on that page. So I know whenever I post something there, they're on it right away. And then it's just been an encouragement, I think, to a lot of people to keep... Um, just to keep in touch with little Doug and his journey and, and see how he's doing. So that page has been a blessing. So that's probably the easiest way to get in touch with us there on Facebook. Minecraft. All right. What's your ID on Minecraft? Little Doug. Is it little Doug 78 or just little Doug? One of those. I think it might be just little Doug, but if you see a little Doug 78, it might be that one. <laughs> I'm not a Minecrafter. He is. So. What is your handle on it? Does it say little Doug? On Minecraft? Your name on Minecraft? Yeah, it's little Doug. Yeah. All right. Organized. Well, I want to thank you guys for taking your time out. I'm very honored. And little Doug, I really mean this, man. You're a role model to me. You inspire me. You make me do what I do so I can talk to people like you. And, you know... I, I, I'm just so encouraged by what you're doing on a daily basis. So I want to personally say thank you, little Doug. You're doing a good job. Thank you. 
<laughs> You're welcome. And everybody out here, if you want to get in touch with either I or Little Doug, you can reach us at uh, lvadtalk.com. You can leave messages. You can leave voicemails. Um, we have everything in one place now. If you want to contact with Little Doug, I would definitely share the messages yeah. with him. Um, because yeah. I need him to know that other people out here watching you, young man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so with that said, I want to thank you guys for your time, all of you guys. Um, I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to having an update soon. In a when is his birthday? His birthday is July 8th. Oh, okay. So if anything, we might do a quick live or something around your birthday so we can, we can get up. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Elvan Talk. My name is Sean. This is Doug. Little Doug. Big Doug. Whole Gary, the whole family. And we are out. Thank you.